Throw the flag sports 256today.com. I'm Sean Majors here with Matt Hankins. Back with you after two weeks. Sorry about that. Matt, what's going on? Football? <sighs> Remember earlier in the year when I said last week never matters? Um, I would like to apply that to the whole season. Nothing ever matters in any season. In any given season, nothing can ever matter. Nothing can be extrapolated from, nothing can be learned from, nothing can be predicted. Everything is just, we start over every week. I think we should give a national championship every single week. You are the <laughs> national championship. You're the national championship this week because nothing makes sense anymore, dude. Like literally nothing makes sense. Um, the SEC sure doesn't. Um, this is no conference, Shawnee. No conference makes sense. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I love how Sean plans out a show and I immediately roll a <laughs> grenade right in the middle of it. Who wants to win the Big Ten West? Oh my god, no one. <laughs> and well, also, sub uh, follow up, please follow up. And can you blame them? <laughs> no, of course not. But so I I was even, man, yesterday, I, I like early in the morning when I was like, oh, yeah, Wisconsin and Nebraska are playing. Is, was that the most meaningless fucking matchup between those two schools in decades? And, and probably ever. And also was a really it came down to a really fun ending. It was 15 to 14. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Quarterback sneak at the end. It was wonderful. Oh, my God. There, I, I will say this about this season in particular, because I have experienced a great deal of it through the radio, um, especially for games that I don't care about or games that are my team are in, you know, national things like. So any Big Ten game I've experienced this year has probably been through the radio. And there is uh, Learfield is who has all these networks. And they essentially have a red zone channel on Sirius XM. And so they just bounce around from game to game telling me, important things which means i get coverage i get everybody's local calls sure and the wisconsin one was really tickled me because there's a pile up at the goal line and they don't know who if they're waiting they're waiting they're waiting and i mean the, my man just explodes he just explodes when they say touchdown wisconsin and i'm like my dude it's 15 to 14 and you just beat nebraska who fired their coach some time ago what are we doing here <laughs> Um, juxtapose that with the TCU gang who are cool as cucumbers oh my gosh oh yeah I'm sure I'm sure Um, uh, man that TCU Baylor game was something Um, team of destiny gang I'm ready to say it team of destiny that they just keep winning they're definitely going to lose to Iowa State this week that's 100% going to happen Um, (laughs) because I just said team of destiny um, I, there was a weird narrative that I was hearing as I was, you know, listening to watching college football finals, those things, you know, just getting caught up on everything that, uh-uh, guys, don't be fooled by Iowa State's record. They're really good. Do you know their record? Uh, I'm going to say they're seven and four. Four and seven. You had the numbers, right? Just in the wrong order. <laughs> <laughs> four and seven. Don't be fooled by their record. What are we talking about, Big 12? And also the Big 12 constantly telling us how good they are is becoming slightly, like I am on board. TCU deserves to be in the playoffs if they went out. And even if they maybe drop, if they drop the Big 12 title game to K-State, something correct, I don't care. Like whoever, It, it it is the Georgia Invitational this year. So whatever, I don't give a shit. Um, 
but don't tell me the Big 12 is good, guys. What time did Bedlam kick off yesterday? Oh, didn't even know that was happening. Correct. Perfect. Yes, correct. I said, I think Bedlam's today. Never saw it on anywhere. And then had to go check the score and find out, oh, Oklahoma won pretty comfortably. But it was super weird, too, because. Wow. Um, Six they, and five Oklahoma and a seven and four Oklahoma State. That's yeah. something. And Oklahoma scored all of their points in the first quarter. Sure did. 28-13. Wow. That's something. That's really sure something did. else. That is exactly how that, that game should have gone. That, that was the accurate representation of Fred Lowe. <laughs> um, you know, you had Michigan uh, struggling. Um, couldn't have All happened. Right. To I have not. Team. Have I? Have I really dug in on Michigan this year? I think I have not done the thing I love to do. And talk not in about a while. Michigan. No. Look, man. I, so yesterday, I'm writing that particular effort off. I am throwing that out the window because they lost their running back pretty early in that game. Big injuries, big part of the. That's fine. However, stop. Stop it. We all know. I don't care if they beat Ohio State next week. <laughs> they are not one of the four best teams in college football. I would, if you told me neutral site, it's Michigan. All right, Shawnee, you tell me. Michigan versus Tennessee. Who are you picking? Michigan. You're insane. You've not watched Michigan play one down of football this year. <laughs> I so this this is where this is where I ask you this question. So you just said that you've basically been listening to TCU games, uh, most most Big Twelve games, mm-hmm. and T, but to you TCU is a team of destiny, mm-hmm. even though they win by a couple of points every week. But mm-hmm. Michigan is a fraud because they win by a couple. I'd like points. to point out Michigan plays in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. They have not played Ohio State yet. TCU plays in the Big Twelve. Uh huh. Yep. And in the Big 12 is Kansas State, who was really good for a while. There was Kansas, who played pretty good until their quarterback got hurt. Um, There's Baylor, who might be better than their record. Um, And then in the Big 10, there is Nebraska, Wisconsin, Illinois. You said it was also good because deep into the season, you kept saying they were good. Uh, no, also, I think what I said was, I think what I said about Nebraska was, they are still alive for the Big Ten West title. I think that's what I said. You have Illinois overperforming. You have, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, Penn State coming into Auburn. The, but in look, the here's the deal. TCU has athletes who can make plays. Who Michigan. I don't know their name. Sam Duggar, he's the quarterback. I don't know anybody's name. I couldn't tell you who the – I couldn't go more than two receivers deep for Alabama right now. Um, but I have seen TCU look functional. They can throw the ball down the field and reasonably expect a wide receiver to catch it. The Michigan game yesterday should have ended 15 or 16 times, but the quarterback and the receivers cannot connect. Um, they just can't do it because there have no there's there's no athletes on that team. They're undersized for Michigan players, and it's just it's a farce. This is an absolute farce. Also, have played no one out of conference, like literally no one. I think they just I think Michigan might just be eight or nine and zero. I don't think they even played the games. I don't think they even scheduled anyone. It is a farce. 
Who did uh, Who did TCU play out of conference? I don't know. I don't know why. Why are you so anti TCU? I'm not anti TCU. I'm just saying you 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 have one set of standards for for some schools and one set of standards for others. My eyeballs are the standards. That's mm-hmm. my set of standards. Is I All have right. watched All both right. teams play. And I cannot make it through a Michigan game because it is boring as all shit. They are awful. Uh, there's not a, a playmaker among them aside from that running back who is now injured. Um, but TCU is at least fast. They swarm on defense. They do stuff. TCU does stuff. Michigan doesn't do any stuff. Fair enough. Um, let's when they uh, let's get beat start. by 60 in the playoffs, I would like you to remember this day <laughs> that you have once again stood up for multiple NFC championship game appearing in Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> um, let's go on to the SEC. Uh, what the heck with Tennessee? You're the only 10 I see, Hankins, but I saw a bunch of zeros on the field in Columbia. What the H? 21 so, to 7 after the first quarter. All right. So the Tennessee defense. This is why I say Michigan would be Tennessee on a neutral field. They Tennessee might be them now because dog shit. Hendon Hooker's knee is is has exploded. That they mm-hmm. might beat them now, but like who's gonna cover Hyatt? Nobody. Nobody on that Michigan team is capable of covering a single receiver on the other team. Um, nobody on the Alabama team was capable of doing it either. Uh <laughs> but the Tennessee defense has been a little suspect all year. Um, yeah. They allowed 49 to a very bad Alabama team. <laughs> Terrible. At home. At home. Um, LSU scored a few points here and there. Like, the defense has been inconsistent. That is the best thing I could say about that defense. They've been inconsistent. I was talking with a Tennessee fan last night, and I said, well, your defense, I don't know if they're bad. They're inconsistent. He says, oh, no, they're bad. Um, so at some point that was going to get exploited. Um, I did not have that being Spencer Rattler showing up for one game only six touchdowns. Unbelievable. Um, so Tennessee's done. Obviously, yeah, I mean, they're, they're done. They're done more because hookers hurt than anything else. Well, they're definitely not going to get in the playoffs. I'm not ready to say anybody's not getting in the playoff shit. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm not like there's some, there's some scenarios out there. Would you let a, a 10 and two Tennessee team in over a, an 11 and one TCU team? No, no. Cause Tennessee, as I said a couple weeks ago, ain't ain't beat nobody. It's true. (laughs) They still have it. Well, you know, and South Carolina is seven and four. <laughs> and Beamer Ball. They were literally chanting Beamer Ball at Fuck the me. coach in the as they stormed the field. Again, stop storming the field, but that's whatever. But no, the Tennessee. Um you're the only Tennessee. Tennessee and LSU pose a real problem. What if they do it? What if LSU beats Georgia? Um, and then you get there and georgia's still going to remain and then you have tennessee and lsu with the same record 
Um, well, Tennessee will lose to Vanderbilt. Next Tennessee year. might lose to Vanderbilt next. Like, the, Vandy is bowling, baby. The hottest they team are licking in the their chops. Conference, um, <laughs> fastest growing program in the Southeastern Conference. Vanderbilt anchored down Commodores. Um, but no, I am not ready to say anybody's getting anywhere near the playoffs because everything is crazy. Um, if Michigan were to somehow beat Michigan, Ohio State, and then fuck around and lose to uh, whomever. What, what whoever wins the lottery ticket to come out of the west like i'm no this year's been too crazy for me to say anything georgia georgia's the only thing i'm confident in they're literally the only thing i'm confident in but like what if neutral site quote unquote georgia and georgia. lsu play as they do as they will yeah and you catch georgia on a week like they did this week when they can only score 16 points in uh-huh. four quarters against, I'm sorry, the shittiest Kentucky team we've seen in a very long fucking time. With a, a guy like, they told us was going to be the top quarterback taken in the draft. My sweet Annette. My goddamn Lord. If you catch Georgia on, on the kind of week they did that week, and then LSU on a kind of week they had against, I don't know, one of their big wins, a, a against florida or something like that i mean it's... oh no i think lsu can is capable of beating georgia it could happen like if you if if uh if what is it floyd is his name floyd no harold harold pickens if harold pickens jr shows up and plays out of his mind and gets stetson bennett shook up and uh daniels has a crazy day and yeah i mean it happened to georgia last year I think I saw Harold Pickens Jr. open for Charlie Crockett. I knew I, as soon as you said, I think I saw, I knew where that joke was going. <laughs> my, my hand to God, I knew exactly where that joke was going. We've been together too long. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I have, I will not be surprised in the least if Murder and Brian Kelly G's them up and they beat, uh, and they, and they beat Georgia. However, I also think there's an equal chance that they're going to lose to LSU next week. Or, excuse me, lose to Arkansas. (laughs) (laughs) Or whoever it is. Like, that could happen. (laughs) um, Yeah, I I really – yeah, LSU, uh, Texas A&M next week. A&M, I always get those. Because that's their rivalry. A&M's big big old rivalry. Um, With that, why don't we just kind of pivot on over to College Station, huh? What do you say? Let's talk got, about Jimbo some more. Got like, plenty we, of room to stretch our shit out in the stands. Holy shit. The empty stands. Um, I guess when it's 10 to 3 against UMass at home. Not everybody believes in you. Oh, Shawnee, how fickle this cult really is. Here's what I'll say about the two cults in our Bone cannot put too fine a point on it google just texas a&m second half crowd or texas a&m crowd you're gonna get those pictures it is yep. bone dry my friend naked but ass naked but the the auburn family and the cult of texas a&m are slowly but surely eking their way to a single circle venn diagram however uh, jordan hair would not that would not have happened wouldn't have happened. Oh, no, no, God, no. Would no. not have happened. Uh, Tuscaloosa, maybe. 
<laughs> but Jordan Hare would not have happened that way. These fuckers with all this rah-rah, shoot the guns, do all the stuff. Um, and as soon as, and look, it is bad. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them for that. But you don't get to be the people, you don't get to be the 12th man and then take a day off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't I, cut um, and I mean, there's not much more to say than uh, than that. I mean, Del A and M is what four and well, seven I, now. Yeah, they're not going um, to a bowl. And Deion Sanders is the new boogeyman, and that tickles me to no end. Anybody who's in trouble, the headline is: uh, Is Deion Sanders a good fit for this place? He's the new boogeyman. He is the Bob Stoops. <laughs> Big game, Bob. Big shirt, Bob. He is uh, the, uh, oh, would Bob Stoops make a good fit at Auburn? Would John Gruden be a good fit at Tennessee? Oh, uh, John Gruden, the OG, the o- original Gruden. Original boogeyman. Um, but yeah, the, the A&M thing is so much worse than I thought it could ever be. And that is, this was the gift. Like in this year for Alabama fans, especially what a gift that was. Yeah. This was a wonderful yeah, gift to us for this bad year, but no, it is. I think it's worse than I even gave it credit for. Like, I don't know how you rectify this situation. Well, I mean, usually when you come in with the number one recruiting class, you don't necessarily win a national championship. You don't, necessarily get to the playoffs no you have to develop those players etc everybody knows that but you don't go four and eight which is what you're staring down the barrel of you build on that another thing you typically don't have to do once you get the number one recruiting class is recruit that same class to just stay in school that's you typically don't have to do that and i think they have to do a lot of that this year because why would you stay Especially wow. when it's so easy to leave. It, it It's so easy to leave. And what you're leaving is some NIL money and also college station. And maybe you didn't expect uh, LSU to come up as hard as they did this Certainly year. No. Maybe you didn't expect uh, Ole Miss and Arkansas to, I mean, it's, uh, it's not, it's not a great time to be a Texas A&M player. No. Fighting Texas Aggies. It's not great. Um, I've got uh, Auburn coaching search and Iron Bowl preview left on my document. Well, one of those is short because judging by the Ole Miss performance, uh, the coaching search is over and Lane spent all week counting money and looking for a new house. A hundred percent. And that was actually the rumor on Twitter that, uh, you know, playing gay, but playing with a big L for Lane all over Twitter um, that he apparently was on a plane to Auburn and talked and it's a done deal. And it's going to be announced after the egg bowl. Uh, At least one prominent Auburn writer has said that. So. um, I mean, it, it, every, usually whoever the candidate that everybody sort of susses out early, that's usually who does it. Unless of course it is indeed John Gruden at Tennessee and it never happened. But most of the time in these coaches, we don't get a lot of surprises in the back end for something like this. Um, and, you know, with how Lane reacted to the Alabama loss at Ole Miss and just seeing that performance 
yesterday. If he wasn't going to Auburn after yesterday, he absolutely was. He called and said, uh, $2 million discounts, do it today. Like, I can't, I, I can't imagine it being anybody else right now. And this is kind of at the, at the point in his career where he leaves. It's, it's always three years and out. <laughs> Sometimes it's four and they leave him at the airport, but it's usually three years and out at most of his stops. And I hate it because I think it probably is the best move. I think it shows, um, I think it shows a level of a slight change in the program in that they didn't go hire you freeze, which is 100%. The guy that they Auburn should used get. to hire. Well, they should get. But but you brought the points up too. I and I disagreed with you, and I still might disagree. But like, I don't. It's it's not nothing that Horgate existed. Like that happened. Yeah. He did have a lot of whores, um, and that's not nothing. So I I understand that. And if you were if you were designing a coaching candidate for Auburn. If you're designing, I should say that if you're designing the next head coach for Auburn, what would some of the traits be? Brash. Uh, Take uh, no shit. Loves to stick it to Nick Saban. But no. loves his school and will suck a D behind closed doors. And, you know, knows the state, can recruit. Mm-hmm. Will run the fucking ball. Like, believes in Auburn and loves it. Well, that... Yeah, knows the creed backwards, forwards. Um, but yeah, like I think he's the right dude, and it's gonna suck because I ju- we both of us have kind of gotten to that place where we kind of liked him. I fucking love Lane Giffen, and now that that has to go away. That has yeah, to go away. That's really the <clears throat> the one thing that would really get me to really fucking hate Auburn. Like, re- like it's kind of waned a little bit this season just because. Oof, McGoof. Never like won. I this there has been multiple games this year. Always to hatred, never to Wayne. <laughs> um, but uh that's that's what everybody seems to think the direction in which it's going, but and I don't know. I still think it's Hugh Freeze. I I I think it's all smoke and mirrors. I think everybody's an idiot. I hope you're uh, right. I hope you're right. Um, I just think Auburn can't help themselves. And honestly, even if it's Lane Kiffin, I don't think Auburn can help them help themselves either because Lane Kiffin's not a good hire because for all the reasons that we discussed weeks ago, and that's he's not going to buy into the bullshit. He's going to do the same shit that Brian that got Brian Harson fired. That is a possibility. That is, that is, you're right. You I cannot argue with that. Zombie like Gene Chizik, and that's it. Or Hugh Freeze. <laughs> yes. I don't, okay. I, I, I did not really consider that, but yes, you are correct. All the things I said about Dion stands him being black, which again, I think I said is not yeah. the biggest reason. It's more personality than it is just the app that yeah. is absolute. Lane ain't gonna play those fuck like Lane don't even play that shit at Ole Miss, and Ole Miss is much more lax about things like that. <laughs> like if I remember hearing Lane Kiffin talking about they were asking about a, a lake and how much he was enjoying the lake, I'm like, ah, the lakes in Oxford are kind of brown. I really don't go to the lakes anymore. If he says some shit like that about Auburn, they don't have a all oh, shucks. Our coach is something else. 
sort no. of disposition. If Nick Saban shit all over the Black Warrior River, could not give a shit less. Couldn't care. Could not. But care. you know what? I guess that's just me and Alabama fans. Well, uh, fan caring about championships. Alabama of plays Alabama. for championships. Auburn plays for Auburn. Do we need to talk about this just before we get into the? Iron well, Bowl we probably need to say it because we're going to be referencing it for years, and people won't know what we're talking about. All right. So, <clears throat> for those who, oh, who by the way, sorry, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> so there have been so since Cadillac Williams has been hired, exactly what Hankins predicted happened. Which, I mean, my God, the man like wins almost beats Mississippi State by three. They are crowning him immediately. Uh, he beats who did he beat last week? Or no, it was A&M. Uh, A&M. Beats A&M. <clears throat> By an, a, another small margin. But came back, beat him, kept him from going to a bowl. Like, I'm not taking anything from that. Like, that's Here, a good win. That of is course a good it is. Of course win. it is. Of course it is. Okay. And you know what? Like, Hankins, you and I have had our share of, of – emotional phone calls i but they they've been after national championships mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. are the tweets that i that that i screenshotted and sent mm-hmm. you after auburn beat texas a&m two weeks ago three weeks ago four win texas a&m <clears throat> so uh this is a quote tweet of uh cadillac in his post-game press conference just said it better than i ever could it's special and something no one could ever take away from us so somebody's quote tweeting that. This is at Melissa Mun underscore AU. <laughs> Maybe we can bleep that out. As anticipated, I'm an emotional wreck. Quote, Robbie Ashford raced at full sprint like he was Cam Newton in 2010. They climbed in the stands like it was 2013. They danced to swag surfing like it was 2017. And he led them through the tunnel like it was 2004. Arm in arm, war damn. That's one tweet. Another tweet. Auburn should 100% remove the interim tag on Cadillac. He's an Auburn guy. He's got his team relaxed. They're having fun. I wouldn't be surprised if they're a dark horse for the playoffs next year. Oh. Dark horse. A dark horse for the playoffs. They beat a three and seven AM team. Yep. And they're a dark horse for the playoffs next year. Auburn plays for championship. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Got that mixed up. And I don't want to offend any Auburn fans. Alabama plays for championships. Auburn plays for Auburn. Alabama was eliminated from the SEC championship, and the fans are miserable after a win. Absolutely. Three win Auburn gutted yeah. a win in front of an, an electric crowd, and the fan base is alive right now. This is the difference. Yes, an embarrassing difference. Um, <clears throat> after uh, <laughs> last night's, we're film, we're filming this. We're recording this on uh, on Sunday, November twentieth. After last night's uh, victory uh, that Auburn had over Western Kentucky, Hilltoppers, uh, they were tied at halftime, I believe. Bowling Green Zone. The Auburn students wanted so badly to rush the field in the Iron Bowl last year, like their older brothers and sisters. What? I don't. I, I don't know. I guess that happened in that happened in 
10 did they rush the field in 10 i don't think so i think they had some dignity back then uh this is at by justin lee who i believe is the writer for the auburn okay. or the opelika auburn now <laughs> the auburn students wanted so bad to rush the field in the iron bowl last year like their older brothers and sisters but they got their epic jhs moment in the end i guess that means jordan jordan hair stadium. stadium they chanted caddy caddy it might as well have been Thank you. Thank you. Their epic Jordan Hare moment was beating Western Kentucky. Like that's really it? turning it on. Well, they turned it on in the fourth quarter. It was a game that was in in question deep into the second half. Like you see what we say, cancel the fucking Iron Bowl. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't this want to do is, this anymore. That leads us into our Iron Bowl preview. Hankins, hit the thing. <laughs> the game to end all games. There are rivalries. And then there is the Iron Bowl. With the FDK boy trophy on the line. The Crimson Tide. The Auburn Tigers. What? Meet up in a tradition like no other. This is our bowl. We, 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 we. Are you ready for some of Oh boy. Um it's gonna be something. Uh it's gonna be eleven to eight. Um <laughs> in the middle of the third quarter, I'm sure. Like Auburn's gonna win this game. Let's just get that right out. Auburn's going <laughs> you, to win. You think so? That's the official prediction official of official prediction of this podcaster. Absolutely, Auburn's going to win the Iron Bowl. Okay. Because Alabama's um, not particularly good. <laughs> and what else could fucking happen this year like this what is, else shawnee what else this, could happen this is just the kind of uh, hilariously charming enchantment that the iron bowl brings us every single year think about last year's game think about the gap between the the talent disparity between Last year's Alabama team that lost in basically the second half of the national championship game. Yeah. Compared to last year's Auburn team. Think about that gap. Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, all the stuff. It took a it took a miraculous last minute drive to tie the fucking game. <laughs> now not to win. Not to, not win. to win to tie it. Now, this Auburn team. Not the team, game. Not the game. Not the game. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about the Iron Bowl. <laughs> um, now, this Auburn team that is the second fastest growing program in the conference. <laughs> compared to an Alabama team that is boring as watching molasses drip. Oh, my um, God. That is, uh, as uh, I by learned, the way, if I may, I apologize. Yesterday was the first time in as long as I can remember, did not even watch the, the Alabama game. 
Didn't even watch it. A damn thing. I think I read that they were minus six in turnovers or something like that. Um, Makes sense. But I think the the offense has only turned the ball over like 12 times. They just don't create turnovers on defense. Will Anderson is the biggest goddamn farce that ever happened. I have gone. I have gone to watching only him on the defense. Like that's all I watch. I just watch to see what Will Anderson does. It's jack and shit. I don't understand it. Um, that Alabama team versus an Auburn team that an Alabama team that has nothing to play for, like nothing. There, it is only pride. It is only pride that they're playing. Yeah. And this is the team that I've heard all year keep saying that you know. Uh, we got to get the standards back. You, I don't think they can do it with this lot. Like this lot cannot do it. They still lead the country in penalties and they have to play the iron bowl against an Auburn team that this is it. This changes everything if they can win this game. And yes, there has been certainly been years where there's a disparity in the records, disparity in the teams and talent. And in a lot of those years, Damn near all of those years, the better team wins this game. That is the fun trick about the Iron Bowl. Most of the time, if every if no crazy things happen, the best team wins. But then crazy things happen, and Auburn wins. So <laughs> I don't. This might not even be that one. This might be the one from like two years ago where they just beat them. They just came and they beat Alabama, and it's boring. And it's eighteen to twelve. And it's just boring and stupid and dumb because that's what this year's Iron Bowl has to be. It can't be anything else. <laughs> um, that's what this Iron Bowl has to be. It can't be anything else is I think like, I mean, that's, that's, that's the inside book jacket of why the fucking iron ball should be dissolved. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Um, well, you know, I mean, on paper, you know, I thought like I've, I've tried to look at this year on, on paper for Alabama and I've been wrong most weeks. Um, I don't usually, I usually follow my heart about Alabama and I'm usually and, and I'm usually right. And for this year, I tried to go with my brain, which means that Auburn probably is gonna win like like 15 and a half to like a, a dolphin tattoo on some poor girl's ankle. Like um what's I, I, I what is I apologize for not knowing the Auburn quarterback's name. That is not disrespect. Um I get it confused because his name reminds me of a wrestler that I wrestle with. And I know I'm always going to say his name. So I get scared. Is it Ashford? Robbie Ashford. Robbie. Ashford. And it is Brian Harson, not Harrison. I can't. Look, <laughs> I can't. I know you love Harrison. I, I know you love Chili's and I know you love Harrison. Um, Robbie Ashford is going to run for 216 yards. <laughs> He is. He just is. Like he is. It's going to happen. We're uh, going like there is going to be like like Will Will Anderson is going to slip in a banana peel. A literal banana peel. A literal banana. Like peel. the Benny Hill theme will play. This game is going to be unwatchable, stupid, and dumb. I think Auburn plays 
decent defense, right? I, I'd say that. I think that's a fair assessment of the Auburn team. It's not been the defense that's really been the problem. No, they just can't string like six yards together. On well, you know, do you know what the answer for that is? The Alabama defense. Play Alabama. <laughs> the same team that Alabama had to be in a dogfight with. They had to be in a dogfight with Ole Miss. Just got waxed by Arkansas, who's not doing great this year. An so Arkansas guess- team that Alabama struggled. Alabama has struggled with everyone. And because let's uh, let's end it with this, okay? <clears throat> so there's there's two ways, you know, when a conference beats, I, I think we can both agree that the SEC has beat itself up with the exception of Georgia mm-hmm. this year. Cross divisions, interdivision, even Georgia struggled against a shitty fucking Kentucky team. And a shitty Missouri team. And yep. uh, they had one other clunker in there too. Yeah. Um, is this is this a an instance of all the teams being really good or really bad? This is an instance of football. Like this is what it's going to be from now on. What's the difference is between is this similar to what we're seeing over at the Big Twelve? This is similar to what we're seeing everywhere football's played. The NFL's the same way, except for the Big Ten. Well, there's parity in the Big Ten in a different way. Um, the West is atrocious. They're all equally shitty. Uh, (laughs) But Ohio State's not kicking the shit out of anybody. I mean, they are. I mean, they they definitely struggled last week. Ohio State has struggled in most weeks. Even if you look at, like, the score yesterday was, what, 43 to 30, whatever. It was like a 13, two-score game, something like that. That game was much closer than that. Um, They needed a late defensive touchdown to, to salt Northwestern away. Um, yeah. they yeah. fucked around with Iowa, I think, for a while or something like no, they, like I'd say they've had the same amount of struggles that Georgia has. Uh, that's fair. I think that's fair. Um one or two plus or minus either way. But no, sure. this is football. This is transfer portal. This is, you know, various rules, this and that. Like the game is changing. And I'm not complaining about the game changing, but it's silly to not acknowledge it. Like and it's long been it, it it's long been a uh, a position of this show that uh, there has been an Alabama rule and not just because it's Alabama it would be if any team had dominated the sport like Alabama has since yeah. two thousand seven you're going to change rules because one team is too good it gets old it fucks with the money so they've kind of done that we might be seeing this for a while Alabama or Ohio State or Georgia might be seeing a lot more two lost seasons than they're used to in the next decade. And maybe that means all the drastic changes about playoffs fucking cools out. But think about, no, they're going, they're going to 12. That's going to happen. Now, for all of you expand the playoff people, do you know what this past weekend would have mattered if there were 12 teams in the playoff? Nothing. Jack shit. Seeding. It would have affected seeding and nothing else. Not and as an Alabama fan, I don't know. I give a shit about that. This is great. Wait a minute. Should I have been rooting for this the entire time? Not, I, I will not. I Again, I will. Four is too, too many. But four is, is, is the most I will ever agree with. And if it means my team doesn't get in, guess what? My team didn't deserve to get in. Yeah, like, that's it. If that's Alabama it. were to backdoor their way into this playoff somehow this year, 
Would I watch the game and root for my team? Absolutely, I would. Would I be excited if they won the whole shooting match? Of course I would. But I would, A, know they didn't deserve to be there, and B, would be shocked if they got out of the first round because they're not very good. And it just uh, – we don't need eight more of those teams that aren't very good because once you get past four, you're into not very good territory. You just are. That's just the long and the short of it. College is for blue bloods. Like, that's what college sports are for. If you want parity, you want anything can happen any given year, the professionals are there to provide that for you. College is here for the blue blood. Cinderella is great in the first two weekends of the tournament you don't want cinderella sitting there at the end of the shoot at the end of the thing you just don't want it and that is where we're headed um unfortunately that's where we're headed we're headed to a very shitty iron bowl that alabama is definitely going to lose and we're (laughs) headed to a 12 this year we're headed to a 14 playoff that i don't think any i don't know that there's going to be a sexy matchup among them well you know what is a sexy matchup Matt Hankins is our readers and our columns on 256today.com. This has been Throw the Flag. Uh, we'll see what we were right about, what we were wrong about next week. You can check up us, check up on us on Twitter. Wow, this is going poorly. At TTFFOOT ball, TTF football, or you can, uh, you know, maybe uh, like some of our photos on Instagram. Maybe we'll update that account someday. We're definitely not going to give up that handle at throw the flag. Um, That's it. Uh, I guess the Niners play in an hour and a half. So don't get your hopes up. (laughs) 